3: There comes one
2: of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios. Wrong! I did that on purpose. <laughs> yes, it <did laughs> a- oh. no.
1: Read the goddamn doc.
2: No. Oh, it's fixed. Listen, I just it's did our fixed. taxes. Motor City Gaming was there, so I thought we changed the name again. Oh, my God. Because you can't make your mind up over there. <laughs> Alright, yeah, blame it on me That's fine Also, I saw that Jazzy is the mightiest and I was like, fuck this, I'm gonna fuck this I'm, I'm jacking this whole intro up right now Welcome to Bit by 8-Bit Episode 1 Woo, My yeah. co-host, okay. hey No, hold on, bitches. you really want to
1: fuck it up? Episode promo um, No, it's Episode Stop. 0 Stop. Episode 0
2: Stop.
0: Deadite, producer Deadite's with us too He loves Episode 0 there's not oh, a man. there's not a time that I listen to Gamezilla Alpha where you say what number the episode is that I don't instantly hate you because <laughs> it's wrong. you don't you don't number at zero because zero is nothing. So if you start at one, because one is a quantity. Actually in
3: coding, you do start with zero. We're
0: Thank not coding! You. Thank you. <laughs> gotcha. video games, all video games is coding. So we're just
3: playing just within saying. our realm. It's all ones and zeros, E but, but to help you out are we'll a skip- zero.
1: To help you out, we'll skip an episode one at one point, and then everybody will be like, Where's episode sixty six? It's the lost episode <laughs> I, I like that idea, but like, oh yeah,
0: episode whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it totally exists. And it could be the lost episode, it could be a myth among the gamezilla fan community. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe we'll do something like that. They'd make me happy.
2: <laughs> all right, but for that's real, that's all that matters,
0: right? For real, we got Jazzy Fiddle
2: uh, in the studio today. We have our guest Chops, he's back once again, and producer Dead Knight.
0: Piss. <laughs> Piss.
2: And this is episode 198 of the Games Little Podcast, brought to you by um, Patreon. You can influence this podcast
1: and get other great perks like early access, game of the month, and behind the scene access and much, much more by supporting us on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash gamezillamedia for details. The Legend of Retro, Game Genie Perk, and Behind the DM Screen for Noobs and Dragon Perks are live on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash media and see what those are all about. And more is on the way.
2: That's right is never going to stop. 2018. Yep. Perks on perks on perks.
0: We're loading it up. Getting, right. getting
2: your money's worth. Can't stop, won't stop. We also <laughs> want to remind everyone of our collaboration with Go Comedy and remind people that warriors and mages, thieves and assassins, innkeepers and barmaids, not everyone can be the main character in the fantasy world of video games. Have you ever wondered what the background characters do when they're not on screen? They try to make a living. They look for love, and they struggle Mm -hmm. with their place in an uncaring and dangerous world. Mm -hmm. Whether you love the world of fantasy video games or you think they're completely idiotic, spend an evening with the gang of the Bewildered So-In and Tavern. Just because you're not a main character, it doesn't mean you're not important. And that is Non Player Characters, a one act comedy at Go Comedy, going on right now every Thursday. And you can head right over to our Facebook page and you can see uh, all the dates coming up. If not, just head on over to gocomedy.net and you can see everything that's getting scheduled out. There's some fantastic shows, all funny, but I highly recommend Non Player Characters in PCs. Our favorite, our loves.
0: Things that, that make our world go round in PCs. Shout out to represent. my favorite NPC, NES-era Toad. <laughs> Just letting you know the prince is in another castle, and I like in uh, Mario 3 when he does like the really like crappy dance where it looks like he's like throwing an ass tantrum.
2: <laughs> that was actually the start of
0: twerking. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to
2: young Toad. All right, and then the last, our, our last update before we move into team talk is the Gamezilla Media store, which is located at gameslomedia.com, will be going live right after this show. Bum, bum, bum.
3: <gasps> <gasps> That's
2: right. Wait, so, after the show? Right after this show. If you're watching it live, you'll be able to go to com and pre order. One of, the new top, one of the new hot items that we're adding to the store. The all-new store. And if you're not listening to us live and you you're missed, listening to us... There's my wallet. Take it. I need it all. <laughs> you missed your chance. <laughs> if you're not watching us live and the store's already live, go to gamesoflamedia.com. Just <laughs> 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 take it. I need it all. <laughs> oh, God. Money went over here, too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some fell down there, too.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. It was on we'll bills on to. bills. Oh, no. That, that was my 10. I need that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to recover
2: that later. It's sitting on the power strip, so we're probably going to burn this bitch down. But before we do that, just remember, the new media store will be live right after this show. So, uh, I think it's time to get some team talk, but we got to let Dan put all his monies away.
0: Well, uh, you know, I threw approximately $13 at you, so. Yeah, the good news is that we'll buy you
2: stuff. It will, will, at the media store. Oh, decent. Team talk time. Ooh. All right. right. Let's. Uh, we got the extra person here, so let's try to keep this quick. How about we're going to do it a little bit different this week. How about what was your favorite moment in gaming this last week? Just one moment. What was your favorite thing that you got to do this week in gaming? Chops. For me, this
3: last week i would have to say i beat xenoblade chronicles 2 oh my god i get my game back nope and (laughs) i uh am maxing out the affinity on my blades so that i can do a new game plus oh god you're going
2: through wow you liked it that much
3: listen so i have a problem
2: (laughs) i can tell
3: i put it's at currently i'm at 112 hours
2: wow and
3: uh, how many hours did
0: you
2: put into zelda Oh, I
3: beat oh, Zelda in no, 20. Burned.
0: Yeah,
2: you burned right I
3: through it. it. You,
0: you weren't one of those crazy people. Huh? You beat okay. it in 20? I beat it in 20 hours. I'm over 75 in, and I'm three-quarters of the way through the game. I'm the Wii U. So you put oh, in a, that's why you burned through yeah. it. You wanted so, to get that yeah. trash out of your hands as so, quick as possible. So you put in hundred and. Many, Twelve hours. No. It
2: took hours me
3: 102 hours to beat it.
2: 102 to beat it. Okay. Yep. So far, I've put in another 10. People, people been asking uh, in the uh, Twitch chat, so I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to make sure that we let them know. Yep. twitchtv media. There it is. Um, Congratulations okay. on yeah, beating it. C- congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Um, was that put in the Discord though? In your gaming achievement. Yeah. In channel? the gaming achievements. That's a pretty um, big achievement for
0: that. Sweet I don't think I there. did. All right. Well, that better be. I didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll put it in there. Give later. yourself for a little self high five
2: yep and for anybody that wants to see that achievement you gotta go to the discord so games right on the homepage, you hit that discord button free talk with gamers like chops from around the world that's right every day alright Jazzy Fiddle what was your gaming oh. moment of the week man you guys are gonna hate me for this um, I. Uh, J- Dead Eye, what was your favorite <laughs> gaming moment of the week? Because I can only assume it's something <laughs> to do with that hat that you're wearing.
1: Absolutely not. Um, I was able to spend some time with my sister. I haven't seen her in a while, so. This just got
2: worse. I spent some I know time with is. my
1: sister this weekend, and, uh,. She got me. Uh, me. <laughs> she got me completely hooked back into. I just—it's the
3: only game she plays. No, oh no, it's World of Warcraft. No,
1: so,
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I know so it yes, is.
1: I re reinstalled Pokemon Go yeah. on my phone, oh God. and um, you're the worst. <laughs> I got I got Lauren into playing it, Ugh. and uh, we got to do our no, first raid. No, you're even worse than the worst. <laughs> you sucked
0: Lauren into it. She's, She's a, a nice lady. This. She's oh. a nice lady, and you're. Ruining her,
2: oh, yeah. We, we had something with her, we had something with her, and you, you're you ruining it. She
1: was clean, you know what's gonna happen she now. She also played Mario Odyssey, so we're
3: still that doesn't good. mean anything now,
2: yeah. Forever, <laughs> forever
0: <laughs> unclean, yeah. Forever tainted. unclean, tainted, tainted. Uh. Yeah, if, if you eat filet mignon, we woofing down a turd, it still makes you crappier, okay. <laughs> it's you know, it, one doesn't balance out the other, that's not uh. how it works.
1: Oh my God! Well, I enjoyed um, it. You got ain't nobody gonna break up my pride. That's fine. Ain't nobody gonna hold me down. <laughs> Thanks, oh, thank whoa, you,
2: Thank you, Jazzy <laughs> Fiddle for sharing your gaming moment of the week. I didn't game a lot. Can you I tell? Said, <laughs> I said <laughs> positive. I meant positive, not super negative. You just said gaming moment. I know. I clearly need to uh, yeah specify, defi- better yeah, specify it better. Yeah, specify it better. What's your ga- positive gaming <laughs> moment of
0: the week? <laughs> So uh, you know, let's let's really talk about how I played three and a half hours of Jaws Unleashed. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My <laughs> life. No, uh my week uh was almost entirely dedicated to Rocket League when it came to gaming. Well uh, so similar to the week before. And here here's here's my highlight. So at lunch, we actually convinced a coworker who's part of our IT team to Buy a Switch because he saw yourself, myself, Sachin, uh Invalid all playing. Well, I think it is, we're really good drug dealers. Absolutely. <laughs> if we actually sold
2: drugs, we'd be like, we'd do good. We'd you do, all, we'd you do all real have, well. You all have power.
3: That you're using for very evil means, yeah. especially this jerk right here. Yeah, and you can't see it, but I'm pointing to Jazzy.
0: Yeah, so, um, but yeah, continue. So, so we we convinced uh, by by just showing that we were having a good time. We got one of our members of our IT team to buy a switch and buy Rocket League because he saw uh, us playing it and having so much fun. So, you know, uh, we so we've added one more. So now we have was it a total of five of us at work that have Rocket League. Uh-huh. Yep on average we're pretty good if we can get a 2 on 2 going. Yeah, we're aiming for 8. We want to
2: really get that 4v4
0: going at yeah, work. Would be pretty nuts. <laughs> so, Friday afternoon, uh we're we're in the lunchroom and it's uh myself, Invalid aka Crazy Uncle Braden, teamed up against Grim and uh our our new f- uh our new member of the Switch family, Craig aka The Punisher uh-huh. as he goes by on Switch. Yep. And so Invalid, aka Braden and I are on a team together and we're awful. We get blown out in two games. The total score between two games of Braden and I versus Craig and Grimm, uh, it was a total score of nine to two. <laughs> Braden and I managed to score two goals over two games yep. where they scored nine goals over two games.
2: And we're all terrible at this game. So I mean, you know. So there
0: it was a it was a big discrepancy there in, yeah, in you're, bo- all, you're real terrible. I, we're just kind of terrible. Correct. Br- Brayden Braden and I couldn't get it together. So then we're playing lunch just earlier today. We're playing we we're, we're all crammed in a little uh what's supposed to be a, a team room or whatever, a private workroom where they close the cafeteria. So there's four grown men huddled in what's essentially a closet playing switch to oh, Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to get too loud to get a noise complaint. Yep. And, you know, uh, we, we play a couple of matches and then boom, the uh, the dream team of Deadite and Brayden gets pulled back up. And I yeah. was like, okay, Brayden, here we go. And I honestly, and please don't just crap on me, I thought I was playing pretty well today. No, you, you my, did play. My, yeah, you played really well. Um, for, for me, I I yeah. thought I was playing to the top of what my skill level currently is. I was having some good hits. I was I was making good plays. I was uh, my timing was good, and that's going to come from me playing more. Um, but you know, so so we get lined up. and It's going to be uh, Braden and I. was like all right, Braden, we're going to do this. We score a goal right away. It's like Braden, I'm about to lead you to the promised land. You and I are getting this win. And I'm, I'm confident about it. And then Braden goes and proceeds to lead our team by scoring, like, three more goals. I almost did nothing the whole game. Mm. Braden went off, but it actually just felt really good because I kind of felt bad. Braden and I got our asses whooped so bad on Friday, but it actually felt really good that him and I could work together as a team uh, and improve and, and get the win against See, you guys today. Brayden
2: has an unfair advantage, though. He goes home and gets trained by his kids.
0: Well, they're smarter than us. Yeah, I mean,
2: anytime you have a young child, you know... <laughs> quicker quicker reflexes better video games they're going to show you how to do it so he 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 spent this weekend playing uh you know playing rocket league with his kids and it clearly shows because yeah. he uh he came out and played very well and so did you so there you go thank you thank did you, you thank did you. play very well but um so Clank, is, on the other hand punisher man like man i you've had to you switch just, for like 4 days step it off he took like a step backwards <laughs> i don't know what happened it was it was confusing oh Oh, okay, I, I have to, man, uh, BMC, I apologize, I am not going to use the Fortnite as my favorite moment in gaming. Mine is also Rocket League, but it's because of what happened at the table a couple, a couple, er, yeah, l- late last week. So, we're at the table, we're setting up the systems, we're getting everybody into the rooms. Right? Yeah. And Brayton shows up, and Brayton doesn't always game with us because he's very busy. So, like, when he comes down, it's a treat, right? He gets down, he puts the switch out, and he joins the room. And Craig starts laughing at him, like, laughing at him. And I'm like, what's so funny? He's like, <laughs> his <laughs> name, his, whatever his name is, the game won't let him have it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking at Craig. I'm like, no, man, his name is invalid ID. And Craig kind of like looks at me blank for a second. He goes, Oh, that's his actual name. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like, Craig. You know, I'm gonna have to talk about this on the podcast now, right? Like, it's gonna happen. So I had to make sure to share that. But yeah that that had me had me rolling pretty good. Brain, brain got a kick out of it. Um, but yeah, my 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 big moment would have been uh, gold um, gold mode or solid solid, solid gold. He's gold. the current Fortnite mode going on right now? Limited time and. It's over. It's, right, yeah. Well, now, by the time you're listening to this, it's over. But we enjoyed it over the weekend, uh, and last week, uh, we had a couple wins, but the, the one win where we really just set out and we're like, all right, let's... Let's try to win. I, I just, I went off. I had eight kills. BMC had multiple kills. Jazzy had kills before he died because we all know Jazzy dies. If Jazzy dies, I was going in hot. Jaz- I was like launch padding Mom, into a Mom, team man. of four. Yeah. And then there, I,
1: I did this three times launch pad into a team of four, killed the first two teams of four. Third one got me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: one got he like me. he would launch pad into someone's fort and then and then drop another launch pad, launch pad back into the fort he came from, and then wait for people to go like get the loot and he'd launch pad back into that fort. And I'm <laughs> like, what is he do? He's just in the air half the time he's in the air floating around. So, anyways, you know, we get da- I don't even notice what the hell is going on we're down to like the last two groups and we have elevation and I'm shooting and I drop down just like being aggressive. Like we had been that whole round and I go down and I'm like, I'm like, I'm down. I'm down. They, they haven't killed me yet. Come get me. BMC. Come get me. He's like, where are you at? Where are you at? Huh? Where are they at? Where are you at? And that's what, and that's what BMC does, right? He doesn't, he doesn't know that there's a map and he doesn't understand. <laughs> he also doesn't understand that our names literally float above our heads. So all you do is you just got to look and, and we're there. But, Sure as shit, as he will say, he was baiting them with me. My, de- my my half-dead body as I'm crawling away, he was baiting them. He drops down, kills them, and we win. And I'm like, holy shit, that was the last guy? I wasn't even paying attention. I was having so much fun just flying around and killing people that I didn't even realize that was the last person. So so we won, and I'm like, oh, we won. <laughs> Sweet. But yeah, it was a, it was a good time. We had, we had a lot of fun with uh, Solid Gold, which is all epic drops. If you're unfamiliar, BMC is in the chat right now, agreeing with everything I just said. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so you yeah. know, you know, he's <laughs> terrible with the maps. But he did get us the win for that round. So congratulations, BMC. I am proud of you. It's, I don't say that very often. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, BMC. But for God's sakes, man, use the map and just look. For our names and quit building on
1: my shit. I'm trying to put down a third launch pad. Okay,
0: <laughs> uh, I, I want to. I want you to somehow change your avatar on PlayStation to a picture of launch pad from the Ducktales.
2: At oh, one done. point, at one, <laughs> <laughs> at one point last weekend, I decided there was a lot of rounds where we were just dicking around trying to get challenges done. Right at one point, I decided to lock them all in a box. And then when they started to pickaxe a wall, I figured out which wall you're pickaxing. So I built an additional box. (laughs) And then you started building a door, so I built another box. And I just kept doing that, and no one's killing us. We're in the middle of a field, and I'm just (laughs) building them into more boxes so they can't get out of my fort. And I'm like, that's right. Minions, I control you. You'll get out of the box when I say so. But yeah. Uh, Good times. That's what we've been playing lately. We want to know what you're playing, and how do you do that? You join the Discord. Gamesillamedia.com Go right to the homepage. Hit that Discord button. It's free. Talk with gamers from around the world every day. (sighs) And if we have any... uh, I don't know if we have any mods in there, but they can throw that Discord link in the Twitch chat, because we are live on Twitch every Monday night, 7pm start. Right here, Twitch.tv slash gamezilla media let's get into some news
0: Ooh.
2: i'm searching the web for the latest gaming news searching motorcitygaming.com downloading headlines
0: now let's what about this monster story of yours
2: download complete first up topic number one xbox announces inside xbox so let's just, let me rephrase that because that's super confusing. That's how the title kind of goes. But we're going to say Microsoft announces <laughs> Inside Xbox, premiering March 10th. What is Inside Xbox? It's going to be a monthly show focusing on all things Microsoft gaming. This is pretty cool. I, I, we read the article. I thought it was uh, interesting. You're going to be able to watch this on a on a handful of different platforms including their own Mixer, Twitch, YouTube, uh, but you'll be able to watch it live, and you'll be able to watch video-on-demand uh, re- you know, old, old episodes if you miss them. But uh, Inside Xbox is many things. A premier live news broadcast that will highlight breaking announcements and a peek behind the curtain of Team Xbox, a glimpse at the mysteries of game design and a celebration of some of the, of the month's most exciting games and features. Most of all, it's an opportunity for us to celebrate and listen to you, the community. All of this will be available streaming in 4K UHD on supported services and platforms. You can watch uh, inside Xbox uh, in all the places you would expect mixer.com slash Xbox, youtube.com slash Xbox, twitch.tv slash Xbox, and facebook.com slash Wii U. No, I'm just kidding, it's Xbox. <clears throat> For us, inside Xbox, oh, you got me. I know. <laughs> I was worried. They bought, yeah, they bought the technology off Nintendo. They think they can uh, resurrect it. You got me. <laughs> For us. Inside Xbox is the next step on a path Team Xbox has been traveling for many years. From programs like feedback.xbox.com to the Xbox Insider program and the great work the team has done with gaming for everyone, we believe strongly in transparency, inclusion, and having an authentic two-way conversation with our fans. We want to hear from you as much as we want you to hear from us. So, Whether you want to celebrate your 1v4 chicken dinner in PUBG, show off your epic treasure haul in Sea of Thieves, ask questions of our interviewees, provide feedback, or just want to sass, politely of course, our friendly hosts drop, uh, with our friendly hosts, drop us a line using hashtag InsideXbox on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and we may highlight your content or commentary from our dedicated community desk on the show. So... Pretty cool. This is um, something that I, I've been wanting to see more of. You know, we we obviously have a ton of content, ton you know, st- Twitch streamers and YouTube content creators, and all this stuff. But I, I want to see that dedicated platform. Like I can turn my Xbox on and watch an Xbox show. And they they try like they tried doing it with like TV shows like Powers and stuff like that, where right. they were trying to brand it and own it. But I, I like this better because they're bringing on Xbox like. Uh, like so, the first episode, right, is going to be focusing with Rare about Sea of Thieves, and and they're going to cover some really interesting stuff about how Sea of Thieves, how Sea of Thieves was built. They're going to talk about how the closed beta influenced changes within Sea of Thieves, and these are the things that you always kind of wonder, right? Like we both, we all, well, not we all, but we, Jazzy and I, played the closed beta. And we really enjoyed it, but we had we had our thoughts and comments on it. And we and we I don't know if you did, but I submitted some of my um, pointers through the channels um, for the beta. And I'm interested to see like what they say. You know, like hey, you know, we, we heard uh, that people didn't like how um, how big the ocean was with such little with such little action, and that's why we started to inter- you know uh, bring in whales and bring in krakens and bring in you know like right. who knows. But um, Yeah, it's it's super cool. It's once a month, so I don't think it's too much. I don't think, you know, it's not a weekly show or something where, like, when you're Xbox, you're only releasing so many games so often, so how boring does your show get, right? Here, we get to do a weekly show, and we get to talk about anything, so it allows us to pick from everywhere, but Microsoft, with the lack of exclusives that they're dealing with right now, um, I think a monthly show is a smart smart start for this, and if it turns out to be super popular then you know they could always increase the frequency yeah i think as long as they can find
1: something interesting enough to show like this first show is going to be very important and if it if it does what i think it's going to do which is going to be like a behind the scenes sort of thing where you're getting information that you wouldn't get unless like you knew somebody in the industry that happened to like know people at rare and they gave you this insider information um i think it'll do really well and then, obviously, like you said, you can increase the frequency. But, you know, these first couple shows, if they kind of you know miss the mark, I think this is just going to die off real quick.
2: Yeah, the first show uh, is going to be hinting at some adventures that are going to be coming post-launch to Sea of Thieves as well. So that's another thing that they're going to be driving people to come watch because they're, they want to drop some information that no one knows about yet. Um, but they'll also be breaking into the Xbox Game Pass news, um, debuting upcoming new console features, Forging Gold and saying hello to two wonderful old friends, one human, one plastic, you'll be able to enjoy a sit-down with Microsoft Studios uh, ex- executive producer Miko Baihara to discuss player unknowns Battlegrounds, explore what it's like t- uh, to bring Far Cry 5's most polarizing character to life, and much more. So, um, I think it's cool. For me, I... I gravitate towards content on my, on my consoles and I, and I like the idea that this, this it's not exclusive in the sense of like, I've turned my Xbox on. I can go watch this on YouTube on my computer or right. whatever, but I don't know, like half the time I li- I watch mixer content. I watch it off my Xbox because I like how it, I like how mixer runs on my Xbox. So, um, Yeah. It looks cool. I I'm excited, and I'd like to see it. Like Nintendo, kind of does this, right? They have on the Switch, they have this like news section, and there's a lot of videos in there that are like from the from the Nintendo Treehouse, or you know. But it's kind of it's messy. Where this seems like it's going to be like, here's our show. It's once a month, and and it's super clean. And so I I'm interested to see how it is.
3: I think it helps give a personality to the company because like when you think of like Sony. Like I can't think of a person that represents the face of Sony to me. Can you think of anybody? Kratos. Like a <laughs> okay yeah an IP, but like an actual person. Like oh an actual
2: person. Sack boy.
3: Like like uh, Nintendo has Reggie and um, well, Miyamoto. Um, you know even though he's not around. Uh, right? He, he did pass right. No. Now, who was it? Hawada. Uh, a- 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 Hawada. Sorry. Hawada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. You know, like, I think it, for a company, I, was like, me and sorry, are better I got
2: passed. <laughs> I got mixed you up. just scared everyone. Like, wait, what? Wait, what?
3: <laughs> Go to, I'm going to Reddit right now. Um, no, but it helps them give a personality because I think one of the things that they did in the past was it's almost like they lacked a personality, they lacked heart. And this, I think this is a good way for them to bring their fans back and kind of show them behind the scenes, show them that they're listening to people, and show them like, that they're actually a real company, not just you know some unknown.
0: What are you doing? Eye drops. Okay. Eye drops. Yeah, it's a new form. It's PCP. Yeah, I mean, it's a new uh, liquid form of PCP. Uh, I'm probably going to end up eating both of well, all three of you. I oh, mean, fantastic. Yeah. We've seen I,
1: Altered Carbon. We know what it is. Yeah,
2: I agree <laughs> I agree with uh, with you as far as this is it helps bring, like, it, Phil, Phil Spencer will probably make an appearance on one of these shows yeah. at some point, but... All the people underneath Phil right. can start building a platform, right? So, like, that's that's important. Um, Sony definitely has people. Yeah, but, but... You know, but it it's not...
1: Both of them you don't really know. Like, you know the big cheeses because they run the damn thing. But you don't know a lot of, like, the support cast to Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, and stuff like that. So being able to have this platform where it could say, hey, this is who I am... I'm part of Xbox. Yeah, it and helps build that to, value yeah.
3: for your game. But also, like, Absolutely. why we love indie so much is because we hear stories about the creators and the kind of things yep. they go through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that helps put value to what you're spending. Like, you know, I'd much rather spend my money towards someone who's a, like, an Axiom's Verge creator than I would EA. Because one of one, those one's sons
0: the, of bitches what, at 2K. One, yeah, <laughs> right. One's a giant
3: conglomerate that doesn't talk. Listen, to their fans. The other is a guy who created a whole world by himself. You know, right, yeah, So yeah. you get to get those opportunities.
0: I'm so pro indie yeah. game right now, it's not even humorous. It's all serious. Not even being comedic about that. I'm pissed. I know. We know.
2: All right, so let's move on. Topic number two, Nintendo Switch. Happy birthday, Switch. Yeah, happy, happy one-year birthday, Switch.
3: When is that? When was that?
2: Uh, it was a couple days ago. It was Saturday. Saturday.
3: Yeah. So I have some bad news. I I forever share an anniversary with the Switch. Why is that bad news? Because whenever I'm spending an anniversary with my significant other, everybody's posting about the anniversary of their Switch. And I'm like, I hope she never sees these
2: posts (laughs) and gets upset about it. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, we had our one-year anniversary. I bet she'll be angry. (laughs) We had our 1 year anniversary of the Nintendo Switch and now Nintendo has come out and says there will not be a Switch 2.0 version this year. And I don't think we expected the revision to happen, but we do know in the lifespan of a system you're going to get those revised, you know, uh the, the Slims or the uh or or this this generation we saw the 8, the 4K editions come out, right? PS4 Pro and even the right standard PS4 got a facelift right and got to, you know became a little bit smaller along with Xbox uh getting the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X. So we're not going to see a Nintendo Switch 2.0 just yet because Nintendo came out and was actually transparent. And this is why this is why this article um got picked today because normally we're so used to yelling at Nintendo because it's like we have no idea what they're going to do. Well, um, yeah, Historically, game consoles from all major hardware companies get refreshed with new hardware revisions over time, but Nintendo Switch won't be until 2019 at the earliest. Uh, this is according to a new report citing sources from uh, the Wall Street Journal reports that Nintendo is not planning a new version in 2018. Instead of that, the report said Nintendo will look, to be, uh, look at beefing up the Switch's online features and offering more goofy... Peripherals like Nintendo Labo as an example. Oh, geez. But it went on to something. This is this is the one that I got really interested in. you can
0: get your wallet out right now.
2: This is the one I got really interested in, and I wanted to ask you what you think they could be using with. Beyond the the uh, the weird wacky cardboard stuff that they're making, they are also looking at more USB C port peripherals.
3: What?
2: So the so the power port on the bottom of the system is USB-C. That's that's the that's what port it is. Yeah. Same as my my Android Pixel phone. Right. So they that port is can do a lot. It doesn't it can it's not just a powering port.
3: Yeah, it transfers like data and information. It
2: can at extreme at, at some of the fastest Maybe. speeds that we've seen right now. So they're talking about developing something that would be using that port. Now obviously one thing would be uh, extended battery, right? Uh, an additional battery pack that could slide on the back of the thing or whatever and give your Switch double battery life. <sighs> you know, that would be one thing that you could, that's Nintendo brand, not some third-party thing that's going to blow your yeah. Switch up. I just thought of a really A battery good
3: backpack that you make with Nintendo Labo. I just thought of what they're going to be coming out with.
2: A card reader that you can scan the next generation of Pokemon cards so that you can scan them into your game. They already tried that before, and it didn't happen very well. <laughs> well um, technology's better now. Shout-out no, to the no. e-reader on the
0: Game Boy that's Advance. Right, no, right.
3: they are... Here's what they're going to do, and bone is right on, on this with me. It's going to be a device that, that clips onto the Switch... That is a giant magnifying glass with speakers that fold out and a built-in light. Yes, yes, boom! Yes, yes, that's exactly (laughs) what it's gonna be. It's gonna have a headphone port, too. It's gonna have a headphone port. Yeah.
2: Because there's already one on there, but now you can have two. Two.
3: (laughs) You can share the sound with the friend.
2: Wow. Magnified
3: screen, brightness upgraded, better speakers. Make the Switch great again. You know,
0: and, and <laughs> so that's going to be a pricey peripheral. That, it is. It's that just, one's not going to be... It's not going to be cheap. So, but I, I uh, you know, I just got on my phone, just got a little text from uh, old Reggio there, my buddy, uh, that coming that same day, the Nintendo Switch Worm Light.
2: <gasps> no it way! Will, it will
0: drain your battery just as bad as the Worm Light on the Game Man. Boy Advance. It will look just as cool. Man. Who needs backlit? When you can use a warm light,
3: you can use that while you're building your labo. It help you get to see the details <laughs> of the folds and the. Spots see, where they're making cut. this
1: shit up, but I think that Nintendo might try to pull something dumb off like this. Like, <laughs> no, they're not It'll gonna be do like, that. You though. could use that USB C port to make a link to another auxiliary port, so that you could plug both sides of your headphones in and get surround, dobley atmosphere
2: surround. So, okay. In your game. <laughs> all right. This was, a, this was supposed to be a serious question. I appreciate the comedy, but Nintendo, let, let's move into this. Nintendo does not typically release major hardware updates for home consoles nope. in the second year. Okay? Um, however, portable consoles are a different matter for Nintendo. Uh, the Game Boy Advance, the Nintendo DS, and the 3DS all received new versions in the second year of its life cycle. The Switch is a hybrid system that lives between a home console and a mobile system. So that's why people s- thought maybe we might see something. Uh, but back in January, the N- Nintendo president sees that the Switch will have a longer life cycle than previous Nintendo consoles. Up until now, the hardware life cycle has trended to around five to six years. But would it, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be very interesting if we could prolong the life cycle? And I think you should be looking forward to that. He said. Mm. So here's my here's my piece. You guys are thinking like, you know, attachments for portability. I'm thinking Nintendo Switch Dock 2.0. And what is the dock? It has a built-in GPU in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like a laptop, right? You can buy a laptop now and you can buy this weird little funky box that sits on the side mm-hmm. of it that actually houses a traditional GPU in it to, to boost the graphics of the laptop. It's that same technology, but they're going to build it into a dock. Be With a
1: like, hard drive, so that you have more storage. Space. Yeah, that, possibly. Yeah, very you, bo- I wouldn't. The transfer, wouldn't the transfer
2: rate through USB C could 100. percent You could store games on it. 100%. Yep. 100. percent. So that that would be like my like I guess on my wish list is like a a Nintendo Switch Dock Elite or
0: something. Realistically, it's not unprecedented because the RAM expansion on the N64. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah, it exists. But but does that create a kind of like I don't know. So you're so you're building this thing that when the system is docked, it's better. Okay, it's it's performing better. Does that mean that you're they could potentially go towards dock specific games?
0: Yeah, they could.
3: You know, like you're gonna get a Uncharted game. I don't know, like just like that. You know, not necessarily that game, but uh, but it's only gonna be able to function efficiently on this elite doc like you named it. I
1: don't think they're going to No, put it just dock only. They'll give. They might give you the option where it's like you get the game, but you'll have the enhanced experience if you dock it. Yeah, there's
2: no way that they would fragment their fan base like that because think about the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro. Their number one rule was that no games would be exclusive for it. It's not. Mm -hmm. They don't. No one wants to do the 32x game style or or the Sega CD style, where it's like you had to buy this adapter to play these special games. It do- that, that. business model just doesn't work anymore.
0: I think you could see with the titles that were new 3ds exclusive, they probably didn't sell that great.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that also was super confusing to many people. A lot of people probably did buy that game with the improper system. So, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think it'll have to be this. This boost but it it has to be compatible in any gameplay mode. If you have the original dock, if you have the elite dock, if you want to play it handheld, that's the whole point of the Switch. The second you start making games where you can't use it how you want, you've literally broken the primary like rule of what the Nintendo Switch is.
3: Yeah. Maybe so. they could be using it as a way to get away with getting tri- more triple A titles uh, larger graphical demanding games, you know, be able to support better on the the switch I don't you
0: know really... it's tough to say as the years roll on in the life of the switch but in the first year of the switch it proved that really the success of the system isn't dependent on what the games look like they've made games that look adequate mm-hmm. they've sold amazingly and it's been super fun so yeah. this is the system that does sort of buck the trend it's not in the graphics race it never had nintendo hasn't been for a long time so but how you know, long does
3: that last though
0: well th- but the thing is this doesn't matter to me. I've had way more fun with Breath of the Wild, which is an okay looking game. I'm t- you know, the fog effects kind of suck. But I've had more fun with that game than I have any game on the PlayStation 4. See, I think that game's it's beautiful it's unique. In, in
2: the sense that it is. But I mean you can go take like Doom. Mm-hmm. Right? Doom, which clearly looks better on the Xbox or the PS4. And it played well on the Switch. The advantage that the Switch has right now, and I think it can maintain this as long as it can keep good relationships with indie and third party, is that it's releasing games that aren't brand new. I mean, some of these indie games that are coming to the Switch are are a year, two years old on Steam. Mm -hmm. And I want to play them on the Switch. Why? Because it's... Portable, first of all, it's just easy for me to pick up and go because the only other thing I have that can do that is my phone, which doesn't have tr- real, r- realistic games that I want to play, and my Vita, which, let's be honest, is dead, 100% dead. And as much as don't, I love that, don't say that as me. much as I love that <laughs> device, it's the truth. So when you think about what handheld options do I have, it's the Switch or a 3DS, which is also. Winding Dead. down, okay? Winding down big time. And I just think that on top of the ability to sit the system down, pull my Joy-Cons off, hand one to Deadite here and say, let's play two-player Skyforce," a game I've loved on the PS4, the Vita. I've played that game. I'm, I've actually played that game on my cell phone because I love
0: Skyforce. I bet that was terrible. It was, it was god-awful. But... <laughs> I wouldn't even do that. Oh god. Oh god. I don't I don't want to derail your thought but I I had another really unique highlight hey, game. Wait yeah. You can take oh, that yeah.
2: <laughs> but the ability to just hand a Joy-Con and play two player game that like is just super unique even though that game's been out multiple times. Mm-hmm. I, I I enjoy it. Axiom Verge, one of my all-time favorite games. My favorite place to play is the Switch now. Hands down, there's just no better place to play it because I can play it anywhere and it's still a great experience. So yeah, it's not going to be this powerhouse, but it doesn't need to be. And as long as Nintendo's first party is strong, which it always has been, um, and they can keep this indie game rolling, even if it's releasing older stuff, but but just create, but just giving it the Switch touch, they'll be fine. And yeah, um, as far as them prolonging it, I could see an uh, a enhanced dock. I could see hell. Okay, an enhanced dock. Maybe there is a game that requires that, right? It requires the RAM upgrade, like in sixty four. Okay, why isn't there a portability up a, a portable device? Maybe that. Maybe it's not a dock. Maybe it's a device that just locks into the back of well, the switch. Yeah, I was and thinking, and the game is a GPU boost anywhere you go, and a battery. It could battery. it could
3: almost be like maybe they do like a a three DS slot. So, the system's dying, oh, you yeah. can play your
2: 3DS oh, games. Oh, that would be cool. You want two screens, so I don't They'd know how. have to change it, but. Yeah, I don't know, how, you uh, know.
0: It could have a second small screen, it could have a small touch screen on the bottom. Well, yeah.
2: or, or it
3: allows you to project it to the TV, so you have the screen as a system, yeah. and then the TV as the second.
2: Yeah, I don't know that. That would be interesting. But you know that could be cool because they did that with the GameCube yeah. with the Game Boy uh, you Advance want, adapter. You want to know how they would? You they take my money instantly. I don't even need a DS. Give me a Game Boy slash G, slash GBA. Oh God! Just like slot That'd where I could. So awesome. Yeah, and just let and, and it can even be an emulator. Like it just emulates the yeah. game onto the Switch. I'd be I'd be lost. Dante, right, what was your idea?
0: it's totally unrelated so let let's finish this conversation about nintendo i want to throw this quick sidebar in the middle of the news okay the last okay. thing i
1: want to say about nintendo is i think the potential for what they have coming for this 2.0 version of the of the switch is going to be interesting and i think they'll do a good job but the thing that really draws me a little bit back from this conversation is says instead throughout the next year of 2018 we're going to work on beefing up the Switch's online features. No, you need to give us Nintendo online. <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. give me Nintendo Switch 2.0 until I have fucking Nintendo online. Period True. end of sentence. But, but let's go well, yeah, on. they but don't need to focus hold on peripherals <laughs> right
2: now. What if Nintendo what if Switch 2.0 is built-in micro- microphone built-in built-in party chat like me, you know, the hardware does limit their the online services right then now. Then I'm okay with it. So maybe, you know, maybe that yeah. is part of it. But just, if I get just,
1: 2.0 before I get Nintendo yeah. Online, then I'm gonna have a problem.
2: I just like that they came out and said we're gonna work on online and we're gonna work on yeah. these, you know, these interesting concepts. Um, sitting at almost 15 million units sold in, in its first year, this is huge. This is a huge system, and it's only gonna keep growing. Um, the the last little side piece of Nintendo news before we let Deadite go on his his weird <laughs> side story here is that we heard a lot of concerns about the Nintendo about your gameplay being reset on the one year mark. It was it was people were reporting that all their Zelda gameplay and all this all their time was gone. It was reset to zero.
0: In in the time log, not your save file.
2: Yeah, in the time log. So when you would go look at games played and everything, it just it would all be gone. Happened to me. Um, Right. Well, the good news is that Nintendo responded to that and basically came out and said, uh, some Nintendo Switch owners' play uh, play activity information is displaying incorrectly. But play activity is still being recorded accurately in the background, and a future Nintendo Switch system update will resolve this issue and ensure playtime data is correctly displayed. We apologize for the inconvenience. So... If anybody's wor- you know, been talking about it, been pissed off about it, and your hundred hours of Zelda's missing, or your days of of whatever's missing, it's still there. It's still counting, and it will get fixed in a future patch. So there you go.
3: Your All right. Xenoblade's Blade's fine. Uh, that's the time on in the game, I'm not even on the Switch. So. Yeah, <laughs> on
2: the Switch, it's probably
3: a lot more because
2: I just leave it on the pause screen when I go do take care of it. <laughs> so go. Do you do you want me to finish this next topic? Because it technically is related to the Switch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Keep rolling. This is this is super unrelated. It, we can, let me just talk about this at the end of news before Jazzy does esports. Okay. Uh, we're right. gonna have a chuckle about All this. It's it's not a long story either. Okay.
2: So uh, next topic is studio that ported Skyrim to the Switch asked to work on Monster Hunter World. They quote. They're quoted by. Give us a shot. We won't let you down. So, Iron Galaxy is the studio that ported Skyrim onto the Nintendo Switch, and, they, and it wants to turn its hand to a tougher challenge. Monster Hunter World. Iron Galaxy CEO Adam Boys tweeted his uh, interest in taking on the project. His tweet reads, Dear Monster Hunter team at Capcom, we understand that porting the game to Nintendo Switch is challenging, but that is exactly what, uh, what the uh, Iron, Iron Galaxy does. Give us a shot. We won't let you down. Um, by the way, congrats to Capcom. Monster Hunter World is the most sold video game of all time for Capcom. Wow. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, Monster Hunter World is blowing up. Nice. Yep. So congrats to them on that. Make more Mega Man games. <laughs> they are. You're getting a new one this year. Make seven more Mega Man games and release them out all at once. Capcom and Monster Hunter team have repeatedly explained that a Switch version of the game would be tough to achieve, not only because of its high-quality visuals, but because the Switch is functionally different to traditional home consoles. That said, a Switch port has never been fully ruled out, and Capcom's president has said that making games for Switch is an active concern for the company. From um, From now on, he explained, we're looking at how we can support the Switch with our games, and that also includes... Monster Hunter. So there you go. You have the challenge shout out by Iron Galaxy. Make the deal and let them try this because I, I love Monster Hunter, but if I could play Monster Hunter on the go again, if, if we could sit down at lunch and say, let's all get into a group and go hunt down this beast. I'm 100% in on this game. I'll make sure I'll take my lunch when you guys do, so I can get on
1: it. <laughs> <That, right>. I <laughs> missed the boat of Monster Hunter just because on the consoles I had too much going on, so I didn't get into Monster Hunter Worlds. I did play the beta, had some fun. I would like to learn more of it. I was very confused about the, with the beta just because it was my first go at a Monster Hunter game. But if they put this on the Switch and I get my friends to start back over and play this game again, I'm 100% in.
0: I'm I'm in the same boat. I, I steered away from this game. It looks cool, and again, I talked with Sashin, and he was very very pro Monster Hunter, in saying that this is the most accessible one that they've made so far, and I should give it a shot. I just knew I wasn't going to sit at my PlayStation and put that much time into this game. So, like Grim said, you put it on Switch. If I can play it, uh, you know, with the Rocket League team, convert everyone over to uh, to being Monster Hunter team on lunch, it'd get some gameplay from me for sure.
3: Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm concerned because. I- Skyrim is a, what, 10-year-old? Yeah.
3: 10-year-old game? It's a it's a huge difference between Skyrim and Monster Hunter World. You're not wrong. And I'm concerned that they may not be able to do it and get people's hopes up because it's a lot more graphically demanding. Um It's third person, right, Monster Hunter? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you have, an, in Skyrim, I know it can be third or first person, but I feel like there's still a lot more going on with these creatures that are larger. I know that the dragons are large, too, but... It's generally large creatures almost all the time in Monster Hunter because you're, it's that's what the the point is you're supposed to hunt. Well, there's a lot of small beasts. stuff there too though. Yeah, but I just feel like it's a it, whole this ecosystem. could be right. Yeah, it, so it's a lot more alive. There's a lot more going on. Um, so I, I think it could be by them biting off more than they can chew. I don't know if it would be good. If you, if,
2: have, you all, if you want to compare Skyrim, you know, because of how old it is, yeah, then we can simply just look at Doom again. It's only Doom's only two years old. Doom won awards for its visuals, its sound, and everything. Like like and that game ran well on the Switch. I'm not saying it's going to look as pretty as it, or even it doesn't even have to be even close. Okay? Monster Hunter was on the Wii U. And the Switch can do more than the Wii U. Isn't the their, Wii U one was terrible. I don't care, but I'm <laughs> saying Monster Hunter was on the Wii U and it, it was. Ran. It was. The Switch is more powerful. Can we make this can we find something that's better than the Wii U version? But obviously, yeah, that doesn't look as good as a uh,
0: you know, Xbox One X version. Isn't there a Monster Hunter XX Japan exclusive for Switch right now? I don't know.
2: Yeah, there is something
0: out so, in Japan. So yeah. we we probably but could pull up screenshots. And it's a different game. Different game, yeah. It's supposed to be like a it's like a greatest hits, right? Yeah. Of of Monster Hunter where they put a bunch of the old monsters into a game. But still, we could take a look at the assets from that, the world from that. See if it's anywhere near. And at least game. go, hey. Maybe they could just take Monster Hunter World and visually streamline it to look like what's already available on the Switch. I mean it, it's a possibility. Yeah, I just want it to run well and look
1: decent. Well yeah, then don't the, have
0: don't have blind squirrel port it. That's the team who ported ported WWE 2K oh God. onto the Switch. What's the uh, idiots? What's
3: the functionality difference uh that they're concerned about? Is it like uh, controller-wise, or is it uh, online, or is it
0: <laughs> no online features?
2: Well, I mean, let's be honest. The online know. features of Monster Hunter World. So Monster Hunter, period. As far as an IP, the online functionality was so weird, right? Yeah. Like we had a hard time on the Wii U version. So, it wasn't necessarily the Wii U's fault. It was the game. It's Capcom. The way that they the way that they designed it, it's just really goofy. And so I don't know what they they don't go into the function what yeah. the functionality is, but I can imagine some of it is definitely. Uh, co- you know, coding uh, software based because the controller has you know, it's got the it's got triggers, it's got bumpers, you got four buttons, two joysticks. I mean, I don't know what what else are you? You're not missing anything. I mean, but if you use the pro controller,
3: it's the same you, thing. It, it probably is the yeah. same thing. I will say though, it, it, as I've been playing XenoBlades a ton, there's a huge difference between the handheld version, uh, handheld play of it, and the docked play. And even on the docked play, when there is more than like three monsters on screen there's some quick time attacks that you can do where it involves a larger circle going with it a smaller one and you have to press a button within that circle those even slow down when there's like three or four monsters on the screen uh quite a bit uh depending on the animations going around so and in that game i don't think it's anywhere near how pretty monster Hunter world is so i mean i'm still i'm iffy on it i think it'd be an awesome attempt because then that means that there's more hope for these more bigger titles coming to it yeah. for people who don't want the Switch for Nintendo's sake, but, uh, but let's we'll even, have to
1: see.
2: Let's even be fair though here. Let's say they give Iron Galaxy an opportunity and they fail. Yeah, we still at that point because they got the opportunity, we still will have more knowledge of what the Switch could be fully capable of by pushing it to its limits. Right. Because if you can't get Monster Hunter World to run on here, but you but you were close or like it just. The frame rate, it was running on the Switch, but we just couldn't, we weren't happy with the frame rate or something like that. That tells me we can can play Overwatch on the Switch. Well, I don't know. That tells me a lot of games that I now know if the right team gets Mm -hmm. involved, it could be on the Switch. Well, but let's go down the 2K route. Yeah,
0: if you get it where you're kind of a game, you can put it on anyway.
2: That's why I said the right team. There's
3: no standards. (laughs) Because if they release that game out on it, then there's no quality check going on. There is
0: no quality control (laughs) at Nintendo whatsoever. If anyone played that game, they were probably like, they just saw it like, yeah, it's got to be good enough. It's by 2K. And they threw it and they approved. They put the big stamp on it and shipped it out to every idiot like me that bought it.
2: If Monster Hunter Worlds was to come on the Switch, it'd be a day one buy for me. I'd pre order it the second I could. Just, yep, yeah, that, that's it. And I already own the game. So, all right, let's move into our last topic. Before everyone gets excited about what's going on in the background, if you're on twitch.tv slash games Twitch <laughs> has changed their rules oh. and the new guidelines for harassment and dress code are live so you can head over to our twitter page our facebook page really anywhere and we have post links where you can read about these if you're a streamer and you want to you know read up on them so you can understand what's going on and what it might mean to you you'll be able to get that information from us or directly obviously from twitch.tv what
3: streamer is that in the background
2: that is a booby streamer yeah what's her name Booby streamer okay i'm gonna look her up (laughs) here okay yeah you just yeah you go have fun with that so, um, Twitch has launched it, and they basically came out and said, creators are role models and leaders of the communities that they create or foster around them. So, Twitch has brought in guidelines for streamers and viewers focusing on harassment and appropriate dress code. Uh, let's, we're going to start with harassment. Uh, while the streaming service guide, guidelines on what constitute hateful content remain relatively unchanged, the update now puts the uh, puts it on the streamers themselves to prevent hateful content in their communities as well as their broadcasts. Um, I already read that quote. So we we ask that you make a good faith effort to um, put out any or, or to use efforts from those in your community to to harass others. Do like stop it. If you see it, you enforce it. If you see it, your mods enforce it. Your your people enforce it and keep your world healthy. Um their desire or our desire to moderate verifiable off-Twitch harassment stems from our belief that ignoring con- conduct when we are able to verify and attribute it to a Twitch account compromise is one of our most important goals. Every Twitch user can bring their whole authentic shelves to the Twitch community without fear of harassment. So if you remember us a few weeks back, we talked about that. If you can, if there's something going on on another platform, and you can capture it, tie it back into the Twitch user, they will still penalize they will still penalize the, uh, that user for what they did on Twitter, for what they did on Facebook, for what they're doing on YouTube, right. they will penalize them. As long as they can make that connection back, um, it is still up to the streamer, up to the community to to see that stuff and report it. Twitch is not going around on Twitter and Facebook and and saying all that, um, saying all that stuff. So yeah. uh, they're they're busy enough, but. Uh, starting today, all users will be subject to new rules and all previously released content will be subject to takedowns without suspension unless it's a severe violation. So they are running crawlers through the entire world of Twitch and yeah. finding anything that violates these new rules and taking it down on top of that, which is, I think is great. Yeah, super great. Yeah. Um, beyond that, though...
1: They're just putting it all on the streamers, yeah. which I think which I think is okay. Beforehand, it was very I, unclear the way the rules were written because there was always this, the streamer should take care of their stream and they need to make sure that everything's appropriate, but they never really kind of like put their foot down and said like, you're in charge of your stream. So if anything happens and you don't take action... Then we can come at you, they, basically. So yeah, that's the other is, is that yeah streamers were like, this. oh, like oh, what am I gonna do? Like I can't control my stream. Like you could ban, yeah, them. you could ban them. You can create moderators for your channel. You can there's auto mods. Like if you're a streamer and you're doing everything that you can to try to stop all of this from happening, then Twitch isn't gonna touch you. But the second you're just letting it happening and turning turning your cheek and and pretending it wasn't there. Twitch is coming after you.
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's it's both ways. Like, you obviously, don't be um, a troll jumping around streams and causing a bunch of hate. And at the same time, if you're streaming and you're letting things, you're letting someone attack someone else within your stream. All it takes is someone screen capturing that, reporting it. Twitch looks into your feed and sees that you never stepped in and and you know um, you know put that fire out. Now you're being held accountable as well as the streamer for for basically you know promoting harassment within your own stream. Uh, The second part of this that was covered in the the changes was dress code. While acknowledging the wide variety of activities that can be streamed uh, on Twitch, it makes a strict dress code impractical. We recommend creators wear attire that would be publicly appropriate for the context, location, and activity that they are broadcasting. The service Will take attire into account following reports for inappropriate sexual contact content. Starting today, all users will be subject to the new rules, and all previously released content will be subject to takedowns. So, uh, for example, they
1: give on the whole dress code thing is dress appropriately for your stream. So, if you have a workout stream, wearing workout gear appropriate. If you are doing an IRL live stream on a beach. You could wear a swimsuit. Like Yeah, but
2: if you're working out and wearing lingerie, probably not uh, exactly. appropriate.
0: <laughs> yeah, but my plan is called the lingerie workout. Well, your plan might need to move to Ustream. And then it okay. just Ooh, yeah. new- it's <laughs> always that with a Ustream. And then you know me. Full
2: on nude. You don't even need lingerie. It saves you money. But that's Save, not the name it's, it's not the it's
0: not the naked
2: dong out workout, it's the lingerie it, workout. But mm. I think you just got a better idea there. Hmm. <laughs>
0: Disc jam dong workout. Now you don't have
2: to buy lingerie. You're saving money, more more, more money in your pocket. I'm training Ooh. for the
0: Great Lace Race, okay? Dog, I need my lingerie work. Dong Jam.
3: It's where you just play disc jam with your dong out. <laughs> Come watch <laughs> Dong Jam, only on Ustream. People have a
2: whole different idea of what that actually is. Saturday
0: morning. Craig
2: WK in the stream right now says, Tell me more about this naked dong workout. <laughs> Craig, I will see you there on
1: Ustream. Yep. I'll send you a link of the community <laughs> guidelines to Twitch. You can find it there.
3: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> join us on Ustream where the entire Gamezilla team will be doing this workout. All the clothes you see right now are green screen. They're actually really naked on Ustream. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That's we had why to, I'm off camera because I'd, it would break it. I had to shave my chest to get this green screen to work. I
2: still wonder if, um, because there's no, you're like you're not allowed to show nipples on Twitch, right? Yeah. And, n- male or female. Right. And so I still wonder if I green screen taped my nipple, my breasts all up, right? My And, and then like... Superimposed like cartoon nipples. Mario nipples. Yeah, Mario nipples. Or like Zelda's or uh, Link's chest. No nipples. There's no nipples there. Like, I think I'm good.
3: Just wear like a a band around your chest. Yeah. It just covers the nipples. Way sexier.
2: Hmm. Interesting. You start
3: wearing um, two tops. I think this is this is their attempt at, and I mean it's obvious their attempt at booby streamers. But um, I guess also at other probably awkward men things that people do, like uh, I don't know banana in the pants that dumb stuff um but please don't give
0: away all my secrets on this our is, show uh, we didn't invite you here for that
3: i think this is great they're building accountability for people that use their product and i think that's that's a huge win for them because you're develop you're, you're setting the rules to where you're going to develop more professional people on your platform and i think that's what they need
2: well that's and i think the problem is is that their platform is suffering yes from garbage you know, um, some people like. Do people sit there and watch it and throw money at it? Absolutely. But you know what? Do people go to strip clubs and every every day right. and throw money at? Yeah, they do. It doesn't make it <laughs> okay. So for me, for me, this is like a smart move from Twitch to try to like you say professionalize their platform in a way where they they're at least trying to show. The community that they care about, the content that's being made,
3: right? Because it's a it's a platform that fits all audiences. It's yeah. not an adult. It's not an R-rated movie where you have to have you know, your parents to be there. It's right. a, or X-rated movie. It's a it's a platform that's I free. I hope my that's parents are an X-rated movie with me. That hey, would be weird. That would be awkward. <laughs> um yeah, cool. They could be there. And you might not. They could be there and you might not know it. Um, oh, but anyways, man. Uh, no, like they have to do this. They have to.
2: Otherwise, they're they're again they're in lines with Ustream. Okay, so here's the here's the um you know the big question, then it's gonna go around the table. Patreon is uh, having major problems right now with a lot of just sexualized uh, content creators. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of them will sit there like you have true cosplay. Yep, people that are really fucking awesome at creating stuff, and then you have people that basically release monthly, weekly, daily. Uh, what is it? lewds? Yes. You know they don't want to be nudes. Some of them are, but they're they're basically next to that. Smut. Yeah. Nothing but dirty smut. But they call it cosplay because they'll wear cat ears or something like that, right? So to me, um, I I I like the move for Twitch. I think places like Patreon need to need to also think of this, but I don't think it's enough. I don't like you ha- you had to delay these rules because because the community got upset. and then you really, you,
0: really think we all are boobies.
2: Yeah, you Jerk. you wore, <laughs> you watered down these rules because they were a lot more strict uh, a couple weeks ago. And overall, I think you kind of like l- lost your backbone a little bit because you were worried about the backlash. And part of it is, these people that are sexualizing themselves are making you a shit ton of money. So here's that's this is where the problem lies, is that right. same with Patreon. Making Patreon a ton of money sitting there doing these photo shoots half naked. So where you know what's the you got to care about your platform. You got to worry about the the longevity of your platform. You don't want to wrong too many people where the community like dies off and leaves and finds something different. You know, like maybe Mixer doesn't put these rules in, and all of a sudden Microsoft benefits from this because everybody moves over. Maybe Facebook is a little more lenient, and and because of this game streaming is starting to hit on Facebook, Twitch gets too strict, people leave. Right. So
0: you got, I understand there's a balance. I think I think a big factor in this, and it I think it's a wise decision, is at the end of the day, Twitch doesn't need that money because Twitch is owned by Amazon. True. And what Amazon does not need is the reputation of one of their entities being this over sexualized content when you're the largest retailer in the entire world. Yep. So it makes sense that they're like, Listen, we gotta clean this up. We gotta clean up our image because it's one of our properties, it's something we own and people don't want yeah. People don't want to think Amazon and think booby streamers. That's not that's not what Amazon wants. So it, it makes sense that they're cracking down and you know, again, because they're Amazon, they're fine losing, even if it's millions of dollars, it's not gonna affect the what is now the biggest retailer in the world. And I think the
1: problem that Patreon is having is they actually have a plan in place for this, into which you like nudity and stuff like that is considered an art form and okay on patreon but you have to actually state that that's what your account is which then you get put into a different search engine and stuff like that you're not going to get the spread that you would off of a normal Patreon page so i think what the problem patreon is having is they're getting people that aren't properly labeling their accounts and they're just dishing off all this stuff everywhere
2: I mean, yeah, I, Patreon has problems. That, that, that's not our topic here. We can get into Patreon another day it's in,
0: if we wanted to. Maybe. The biggest pa- problem with Patreon is there's not enough patrons in the Games of the Media Patreon. <laughs>
2: that's it. Next topic.
3: Plug. It. Next topic. That's it. <laughs> all
2: right. Well, that's been our attack on the news. For this and much more, head on over to gameslomedia.com where you can listen to all the podcasts, our blog, all the video content and everything else going on at Gameslow Media, Dead oh. It is now your turn for <laughs> yeah. this like middle
0: ground weird story. A little, little detour, a little side uh, you have side you have Three minutes. Go. Ooh, oh God. Uh, okay. So a highlight from two weeks ago in gaming that that you guys are you guys are gonna be really disappointed about. I was at uh, my buddy Kevin's place. And we're having a a birthday party for his wife. And he's like, hey, man, you want to play Sonic the Hedgehog 2? And I was like, yeah, I do. And then then he pulls it up on his Apple TV. Oh, no. And he's like, all right, I've never played this. Let's see how it goes. How do you even play it? He goes, I have no idea. So he hands me the controller, and I have to hold it vertically. And... (laughs) I have to use the the touchpad, the, like, arrow-based touchpad to go left and right and down, and I have to jump using the pause and play button on the Apple TV remote? (laughs) Oh, my God. I made it all the way to the second level of Chemical Zone,
3: which what? is a level. <laughs> yeah.
0: We were passing. That's a hard level. Uh, no, we were passing the, the remote back and forth, trying to see who could oh who God. could make it through the level. Just uh, holding it vertical. So first off, it's disorienting because I'm using my right hand to actually navigate, opposed to my left hand. I'm using my left hand to do the jumps. Why in the world is that even a product you can buy? I mean, clearly my friend bought it, <laughs> but like that's why it's a product you can buy. <laughs> why in the world would any? Why would someone be like, okay? First off, Christian Whitehead, this is an indictment on you because you're Mr. Sonic now, and you this is your port that somehow was put onto the Apple TV. You should have stopped this.
2: Well, was it put on the App Store and you could just get it on the TV? That might have been. I know it. You can play, I know you can play Sonic games on the on like your iPhone or whatever. Yeah. But um that just reminds me of when I when uh, the glitch had me play his C D I yeah. and I and played the Mario game and he handed me what was this D V D player or whatever the yeah. hell it was, C D I players remote control. So it was the same thing. I had this D pad up here and buttons down here and I was like Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's
0: yeah, I What is... Why? Why, man? And and everyone could walk in front of us at the party, and I'm like, oh, Sonic! And, like, like just instantly dying. It was... There was a point where I had to jump go over, hit a spring, and midair hit another spring to get like on top of something just to keep advancing. It took me three minutes just to get that jump down. <laughs> you, could the... that, you could beat that, you beat that whole level in three a- under three minutes. Absolutely. Yeah. And that oh, was no uh goodness. that was my experience of playing Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Apple TV. All right, well now I'm we... never
3: disappointed in you, but I'm disappointed in
2: you. <laughs> yeah. Now that we've uh, tainted this entire episode, let's move into some <laughs> esports.
0: I just wanted you guys to know that. Mm-hmm. Didn't hit the right button. In concert, oh, that's the wrong one. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. See what God. happens when we talk about the Apple TV. Oh, man. I like My left hand doesn't work anymore. I have my <laughs> Sonic on the that, Apple TV. That's your right hand. Just hold the keyboard vertically. No, just lift it up.
3: Yeah, but my, <laughs> yeah.
2: my left hand's oh, on the keyboard. Oh, oh, okay. hold, the, hold the keyboard vertically, and then you could probably make it work right. There we go. <laughs> See, it worked. So this
1: is a little bit risky. Oh, my God, Freiburg, are you kidding me? That Ambition steals the older
0: dragon. Oh, let's break it. Damn.
1: All right. Now that we figured out how to get the keyboard to work. <laughs> hey, it's so, a little, little thing yeah, in life with me. it turns
2: out we have to remap the entire soundboard into an Apple TV remote, remote controller, control controller. That's
1: good. Done and done. It's Savant Next Level Next week then. coming out. Studio upgrades are being made.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can call it a studio upgrade, though. We can do it, but we shouldn't call it an upgrade.
1: It's a horizontal
2: grade. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So we're heading over to Overwatch and, um,. Not a lot interesting here. We have the New York Excelsior extending their lead to 12-2. They had a 2-0 weekend. Right behind them, the Seoul Dynasty is sitting at 11-3. They also had a 2-0 weekend. The London Spitfire, 10-4. They had a 2-0 weekend. Are we seeing a kind of pattern here? And then right behind them, tied for third, Los Angeles Valiant, 10-4, also had a 2-0 weekend. But the big news in Overwatch this week is that the Shanghai Dragons still haven't won a game.
3: Oh god. Oh and fourteen. <laughs> but Just- I will say
1: that uh Gertie still has not played her first game. Man, Gertie, come on. So we need to get Gertie in there. I'm, that's what I'm, you're owing 14. You might as well put her in there and try, let her play. Try, try, try anything. anything. I know, yeah. right?
0: She's a peacock. Yeah, like fly coach. Oh
1: I went back and is. looked at the lineups for like all of their games. They've legit used the same roster the whole time. How they many, haven't subbed anybody in. How many more games are there? Uh, this is the second stage of four. So another whole half of a season and a couple oh, more games.
3: God. How yeah. Do you think they will go defeated. For a
1: <laughs> I mean it would be a record breaking
0: you know season for them. Probably not the record they wanted to break, yeah. you know, but a record breaking season. I, you know, I again I have inside insider information. I'm the the team insider here. Um I actually have heard talk that if the Shanghai team what, what's their name again, Jazzy? The Shanghai Dragon? Yeah, Shanghai. Such an
2: insider doesn't even know the team's yeah, name. Yeah, well, it, he knows <laughs> them by a
3: different yeah, name. But name's
0: but he no can't really yeah, that. I know. Yeah. It's it, in Taiwanese. So I actually heard if they go if they lose all their games, they're getting moved to Detroit. So we're going to get our own team if they lose them hey, all. Yeah, bring them. Bring them here. <laughs> the City of Losers. Shanghai Lions. You guys are playing <laughs> the Little Caesars Arena where no one goes.
2: So yeah. it's perfect. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Can
0: they be the little, the Shanghai Little Caesars? Honestly, Little Caesars Arena, because we have the giant screen up there, would actually be a cool venue for, for uh, eSports.
2: I was really hoping that we would see, and I guess technically we still could, but I was hoping we would see uh, League, um pick it rather soon because it's such a new arena. Yeah,
1: Miami for the spring but summer finals. Man, little seasons royale. I would lose my shit. I would league. lose my shit. Oh my god. All right, hopping over hopping over to NALCS League of Legends. Um, Echo Fox still in first place at eleven and three. They had a one-one weekend, losing their game
2: to the Golden Guardians. Oh, Wow! Mm. Golden Guardians are on their way back. Right? They figured out how to play League of Legends. They, they didn't know so, how to, uh, Apparently,
1: they for, just remembered. They, they were realized,
2: like, hey guys, now we can start. What they realized <laughs> is they had to take the disc out that said Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure. And put and actually play league. Play. They yeah. didn't even need a disc to play league, but they had to take Barkley <laughs> by venture out. <laughs> they should have just, just done that for
3: the rest of the season. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, second place, Cloud Nine at ten and four. They also had a one-one weekend, um, losing to Counter Logic Gaming. Also Ouch. decided that they were going to start playing league. Yep. Um, and then surprisingly, we have a third place that is locked into third all by themselves for the first time in probably the last four weeks in clutch gaming at nine and five had a two oh weekend they are on a seven game win streak right now (laughs) so ends
2: next week and just so you're
3: not oh I know they're in fourth they're in fourth uh (laughs) (laughs) 100 thieves so so and I was trying to find this earlier today from this is it, it's top 3 that make it anywhere six. top, top six. 6 okay so 100 Thieves is still within oh yeah they're oh, yeah. okay yeah they'll make it and then playoff.
1: when's that ha- when's the, when the playoffs happen uh there is a total of four more games so two more weeks left
3: okay yep. so there could be still some shuffling around of like Ooh. how far is fit the four
2: not not n- <laughs> not much <laughs> there's games. so yeah. they yeah. so they could yeah. still be knocked out if they yeah. if they lost all four games they'd have a chance of not making the not yeah. making it absolutely
1: okay. yeah if they, if they win two out of the next four, they're probably pretty safe to make it. Okay, good. Um, so over in the NA LCS this week, huge what underdog Team story. What about Team Liquid? They're well, dead. They, they didn't do much. That's fair. They went one and one. They went one and one, yeah. Cool. Um, huge underdog story in the fact that the Golden Guardians and CLG – Take out the one and two seed. Keep in mind that at the time that they ticked these teams out, they were tied for last place. Wow. So they were tied for last place and defeated the one and two seed teams in their games. But the big surprise though, Counter Logic Gaming started last week tied for last place, went 2 0 on the weekend, defeating the second place seed overall. And literally jumped themselves from tied for last to sixth place. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Leaving three teams behind them in their dust of the Golden Guardians, Optic Gaming, and FlyQuest. So Counter Logic woke Man. up and literally said, "We don't belong here
2: at the bottom of the barrel," and literally just destroyed this last week. Whatever adjustments they made, um, they looked like a different team. So uh, given the given the C Nine match was. C nine helped them. Yeah, it was helped. more. I will say
1: it was more C nine losing that game than yeah. Counter Logic winning. But then the but. following,
2: but then the following game, they they just they looked way better, way better. So it, CLG might be making a run here for the splits.
3: And I know we were concerned because now they're doing, you know, they're doing single elimination. But like it's making for some really exciting standings. Like as much as you want more games to be played. The, yeah, the single elimination is making this a lot more. Every win
2: counts. Yeah. So the thing about single, single elimination, that you know, I wasn't a f- fan of the move, and I'm still not a fan that we're doing it, but other leagues aren't. That bothers me, in the sense of preparation when we get to worlds or when we start to do uh, MIS, mm-hmm. MIS. Yeah, MSI, MSI. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't MSI. Yeah, yeah. it's MSI. MSI.
1: Yeah, mid season invitational.
2: Yeah. Um. So. You know, in in time that that bugs me. But I will say, I watch on the weekends now. I watch all the teams play. Oh yeah, because it's only one game. So now I'm like, oh yeah, I watch the FlyQuest game. Yeah, you know what? I wanna see why clutch gaming is somehow third place. I'll watch the clutch game. Like, so I've i found myself exploring the league more than worrying about like the C nine series. Be like, all right, cool, that series is over. I'm gonna go out with my day. Because the C nine series itself took three hours. Right. Yeah. So it's
1: same feelings as you have with it. I'm kinda of iffy both ways. Um at the same time, though, the one-game series is just basically a, a franchise way that they're doing the games. By no means are these teams not like scrimming each other more and stuff like that. True. So, yeah, they're still getting the same amount of gameplay. It's just we're not getting to see it. So,
2: plus scrim. But uh, yes, but at the same time, it's a scrim and not yeah, a game. It's, not, it's the same. not the same. Yep, it's not on stage. So, um, over
1: in the Counter Strike world in CS:GO. After five maps and seven hours of playtime, Fnatic have returned to the Counter-Strike Global Offensive stardom after defeating Fiz- Fozzie Clan in the IEM World Championship Finals. Fozzie was supposed to just come in and destroy this. In the first couple of matches, they did. And then... Fnatic just came out of nowhere and crawled back out. Kept sending this match into overtime, and then into overtime, and then into overtime. Hence, why this whole f- finale took seven hours of playtime and ended and up coming out of it on top and beating FaZe Clan. It's got to be like the
3: longest championship match ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, five maps, seven hours of playtime. That's cow. crazy. That's exhausting. Yeah, I would. I, I as a player, if I was a player. I would just be like, I'm done. (laughs) Look, I don't know how much more I can play of this right now because I've already probably played within the last 24 hours. Yeah, like 20 hours of Or what? Like, uh, I have no clue how this
0: thing
1: went down. exhausting. I'm not watching all seven hours, but I'll tell you that. So um, over in Call of Duty World War II, shocking upset took place in the Grand Finals this weekend of the 2018 World's Gaming Canadian Championship Finals Is G-G-E-A Orange stunned E-United 3-2 Sunday night. Another one where E-United came out on top. They actually played G-G-E-A Orange in the first, basically, preliminary round and destroyed them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then we all thought, everybody thought that E-United was just going to take this one, and G-G-E-A Orange decided to flip the script in the finals and pull out the win. Is that an E-A team? Like EA Sports team or or is I just a, what they're I actually didn't look up what GGA looked up okay was I, I can was do that be... for you and let you know after okay the show that's up. fine um so the next major Call of Duty World League Land event for World War II is right around the corner the best Call of Duty teams in the world are headed to Peach State as the 2018 C W L Atlanta Open begins this Friday March 9th. So listen to this. Ready? Call of Duty World War II. Over 160 squads Ooh, will travel to Georgia's World Congress Center to fight out for their share of the overall prize pool of $200,000. How many are in a
3: squad? That's a that's a lot of bros. Is it, is it four or squad five? squad of four, I believe. Four?
1: Four. I don't
3: know. Wow, still either way, four people, hundred, yeah, hundred
1: sixty squats.
3: That's a lot of people in one in one place. That's like going to a Pokemon tournament. Like it is funny to see the competitive
2: yeah, competitive man. esports world. The the variance though, two hundred thousand dollar grand prize. Yeah, yeah. Compared to millions when yeah. it comes to something like league. It's yeah, about, it's this, all
1: about. This, this the, is technically the, a the game, a tournament though. That's true. Versus That's true. But at the same time, Dota 2s is considered a tournament. uh, Their worlds, as you want to call it, that league would do. Right. Um, Other than that, a little bit off of the eSports stream, but I think it's important because he was an ex-eSports pro in The Rise of Tyler Bevins. We know him as Ninja or Ninja's Hyper from Twitch. He basically is a former pro Halo player, also a former pro player unknown battleground player. So he was pro PUBG, stepped off of the pro scene so that he could start his streaming career on Twitch, in which he basically has created Fortnite being the second most viewed Twitch game on Twitch currently. Him alone probably didn't make it all the way up there, but. He's pretty damn close to doing it alone because as of this past weekend, he has shattered the 100,000 subscriber mark on his live stream platform. So, with the 100 subs and growing, 100,000. Yeah, 100,000 subs and growing, the rate of earning the bare minimum that Twitch will give you, which he's not, he's earning way more than this, but the bare minimum is half of the $5 subscription. With other tiers for these subscriptions being either 9.99 dollars or $24.99, Ninja will earn easily over $250,000 a month wow. for streaming. And I did look up his updated numbers just before this segment started. He is currently at over $117,000 plus, which basically puts him at a minimum payout. This is minimum because he's making way more than this. $292,000 a month. How old is this guy? He's 27?
3: Don't know. 27, and I believe. He's smart. Because what did we see that the average lifespan of a mobile player was? It's like I think it was like 24. It's short, yeah. It, like, former, when, you, when you said the words former Halo, former whatever, Like he's, he did exactly what he needed to do to keep making money. He, he well, dropped out of the pro scene because he's getting too old and just does streaming. And he dropped
2: out of the pro scene because Halo died. Well, yeah, okay. yeah. And so he knew he didn't want to play pro anymore. He saw Twitch. He saw people on Twitch like Doctor Disrespect making money, and he and he started. You don't have to go back very far. You know, go back a year and and watch some. Not of, even that far. Yeah, and watch. I'm just saying, go back a year and watch some of his videos, and watch the transfer, and then watch one today. And watch this transformation that he's made. The, now was he? You know, a lot of people sit there and say he was helped by Doctor Disrespect, who was the, he was the guy. He was blowing up, and he he removed himself from Twitch because of the yes. fa- the issues he was having in his life. So when he left, there was a there was a, a hole. There's a hole there. Some yeah. someone had to become the new the new you know hot hot, hot hotness, commodity. The hotness. And so. Um, You know, it turned out to be Ninja, who is the best player I've ever seen play Fortnite. First of all, the questions now come into play is that there is something going on right now with Amazon and Twitch, where you can sign up for free Amazon Prime or something like that. There's like this, there's this weird like loophole people found where they can get into Amazon Prime and and give away their free sub without fully paying for Amazon Prime. Hmm. So the question will be in a month here, if is if that promotion right. ends, how much will uh, he lose? Now I'm not saying I'm not saying he's going anywhere. He's still going to be making a lot of money, but this recent break into the hundred k, people are starting to say that's part of it um, is whatever is going on with this weird promotion that yeah. Amazon's it's, having.
3: It's crazy to think like ten years from now, how many of these kinds of streamers are we going to have? You know? I, th- I
2: think the big thing, the big question though is: in ten years, I don't think it's these streamers. It's not going to be as pro- well. It's, it's not going to be these streamers, yeah. but it's is like it going to be as you know? profitable? You it know, like no, no.
3: Is Twitch gonna in the next ten years gonna come out with some way to limit profits for those people?
2: I don't think they'll limit it because they're making just as much money. Yeah. If it's a fifty, like I know it's not fifty fifty for Ninja, but just let's yeah. just say it was, and he's making two hundred ninety thousand dollars a month. Yeah. So is Twitch because it's fifty fifty. So why the hell, you know, why would they make it less profitable? you know um could could you get away from that 50-50 where it's like oh you're new to streaming it's 40-60 we get the 60 you know like could could something like that happen yeah but as you become fa- as you grow fame mm-hmm. and you grow power like ninja does where you know epic epic loves ninja
1: yeah they created a pickaxe for him in <laughs> yeah, the game yeah
2: you know, um then and all of a sudden Twitch loses a little bit of power there, you know, because all Ninja has to do is say, "Hey, Twitch is uh, Twitch is screwing me over." I'm gonna go stream on Mixer mm-hmm. or something like that, and you would just watch this. Is he gonna pull 100? percent No, but he's gonna pull. A lot Even of- if he pulled 60, <laughs> percent right? So the it's interesting. The question will be: Is when Fortnite falls out of favor, right? And this next next game comes along. Yeah, what's it gonna be? That mean? maybe he's not as good at. Yeah. You know what happens mm-hmm. because the, because Ninja is. I'm not saying he's not entertaining but he is um people watch him because of his skill so if he if if the next hot game is something different and he doesn't he can't compete at that the one percentile of all gamers how does that affect him as as right. a business because that's what he is now
1: he's a business yeah. and we'll see and like you said with that twitch jump it was as recently as February 22nd he had just broken 50,000 subscribers. Holy so cow. So he has almost Within less than tripled a month, in like what two happened? weeks. This whole Twitch Prime thing. Seriously? It's a weird Twitch yeah. Prime thing. So yep. it's a weird Twitch Prime thing. So he could drop back down so, to that. Yeah. Now keep in mind, huh. even at 50,000 subscribers, 50,000 subscribers, bare minimum 50-50, he's making $125,000 a
3: month. Do you think he may have had anything to do with that loophole? Like Like pushing people?
2: I have no idea. I mean, yeah. who knows? Collusion. Who knows? But um, That's
3: crazy. That's that's very suspicious.
1: Yeah. It's st- still, it's it's a month. Yeah. Like, if you're making $125,000 a month, and then you have this weird jump, and you're kind of like up, and then the next month it goes back down to $125,000, but you're sitting at this one month where you're like, crap, I made $325,000 this month.
2: I don't think you're going to complain too much. Like, yeah. You'll just be like, I hope they bring that promotion back. Exactly. <laughs> Well good for him because he is Michigan he is a he is a
1: Michigander. Yeah. He's a Michigan Michigan based streamer. Yep. Well so. not based now but he was born yeah, he was Michigan in Michigan. he yeah, yep. yeah, was Michigan native. Yep. So congratulations Ninja on the 100,000 subscribers and uh continued success man. We wish you best of luck. Save your money. Save, yeah, save your money. Be smart, <laughs> save your money. Enjoy your life but save your money. Um Other than that, if eSports is not your thing and you like old school video games, then listen to Chops on the Legend of Retro podcast every Thursday, where him and Craig take you on a journey in history.
3: That's right. This past episode, we talked about everyone's favorite Sonic game, Sonic CD, and you will get a nice treat at the end of that episode, brought to you by Grimlock and Jasmine. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag worth. Hashtag worth it. Hashtag can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> nice. We have a muster
1: bus this week? Nope. Nope. Okay. Well then with that, this podcast has been brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash media today to see that everything that Gamesilla Media has to offer. Special shout out this show to our most recent patron, Beef E Supreme. Ooh.
2: Thanks for the patronage.
0: Thank you very much. Your dollars go to make this podcast possible. And that means a lot to us because uh, it costs us money to do this. So you guys kicking in and helping us make this happen uh, helps us continue to bring this podcast to you for free every single week. So it, it means a lot to us. It really does. And if you
2: hate video games, then it's okay. We got it covered. You just need to listen to Noobs and Dragons, our Dungeons and Dragons podcast, where you follow Alistair, Tilly, and Jandar as they go on an adventure that is crafted by the mastermind Craig WK himself. And that's every Wednesday in all the same great locations for all of our podcasts. GamesLimedia.com.
0: Let me slang you. Let me slang you a pitch here, all right? Get ready. Get your catcher's mitt out because I'm going to throw you a fastball, all right? If you... Enjoy the games of the podcast, but you think to yourself, you know what? Having jerk off special guests like Chops kind of ruins everything. You know what? Having that idiot that wears his red shirt on a red Twitch stream, Dead Eye Night, in the middle, always running on about playing Sonic on an Apple TV, ruins it. I'm sick of all the jumping around from subject to subject. I just want Jazzy and Graham shooting straight for an hour about one high-quality subject well, you, know, you need to listen to Gamezilla Alpha available uh, Sundays, iTunes, Stitcher, tune in, uh, gamesillamedia.com, everywhere you listen to this podcast. But guess what? If you're a patron, if you throw that sweet cash our way, that's coming at you Thursday, available uh, for early access. It's one of the many perks that we have on our Patreon page, and more perks coming in the future. So uh, sling us some money, listen to Gamezilla Alpha, and uh, enjoy some yeah. good podcastness. And if you are listening to
1: this episode, the next episode of Games of Alpha will be episode 46. There will be a short pushback of that episode because we have something special for you in which we are teaming up with the ladies and gents over at Go Comedy and coming up with a really cool Alpha episode.
2: Yep. Speaking of Go Comedy, before we wrap things up, Non-Player Characters is a NPC video game show, comedy show going on right now. Uh, We will be there March 8th, 8 p.m. Yeah. So if you want to come hang out with GameZilla, get your tickets March 8th, Ferndale, Michigan, Go Comedy. Uh, There are other dates after that, so if you can't make that date, no worries. Please go see the show. You just shamed us, though. Let them know GameZilla sent you. Helps us out a ton, but just remember, non-player characters, a one-act comedy, going on at go comedy you can follow all of their other shows and everything they're putting on at the at the facility gocomedy.net all right well with that being said uh, i don't have anything else is there any anything anybody needs to uh, to get off their chest jazzy fiddle i'm looking at you no <laughs> Okay, we got chops <laughs> on the screen. We're good to go. Now we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, <laughs> game, game on! What the hell was he doing? He just wanted to be
0: seen. Oh.